0: Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hey friends, how y'all doing? This is uh, Kay Savage. I'm here with my other friends. T. Rich. And? Minute, the
0: third, AKA Dimitri Parks.
1: We are here at Shit You Might Have Missed. You know what I'm saying? So we about to get this shit popping. T. Rich, please, what is your topic?
2: <laughs> I'm very happy you did that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I'm gonna start out with my weekly. This weekend, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Who were we rooting for? Bethune-Cookman University. Mm, HBCU. Why? Decided, Are they going to close? Well, just listen. So they decided at this year's graduation, they wanted to invite one Miss Betsy DeVos Ooh. to give the commencement speech.
1: Word. Mm. Were we yes. really
2: rooting for them rooting for more than that shit <laughs> you got to I mean I was available shit you got to ask me to do it hmm. I'm trying to find the ty- the quote that they said about
1: why what, what ignorant shit does she say cuz we know she went down there and said some ignorant shit I don't think she's done it yet oh oh
2: they said that they extended an invitation to her because quote, the legacy of Dr. Bethune is that she was not constrained by political ideology. So I guess uh, they feel like Betsy DeVos.
1: They extended her an invitation. Cause they some pandering ass niggas hoping to get a little extra cash. Girl, you know, it's one, true. And on the one hand, you know what I'm saying? If, Like this was a strip club and she was a dude who was known to be giving out, you know what I'm saying, good tips. I'd be like, go over there, you know what I'm saying, and rub your titties on that fat ass nigga. But that's not what she is. You know what I'm saying? She actually just made it harder for their students Mm -hmm. to pay back their student loans. So, I mean, the reality is, again, I find myself too often having referred to the fact that three out of four slaves found nothing wrong with the institution of slavery as a whole, though they saw individual instances of slave ownership to be problematic. I feel like these niggas down in Bethune-Cookman are all three of the four.
2: (laughs) And that wraps up this session of... Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) And they also went on to say, much like Dr. Bethune, founder of Bethune-Cookman University, Secretary DeVos deems the importance of opportunity and hope for students to receive an exceptional educational experience
1: that bitch said hbcus was school choice Mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna need them to sit all the way the fuck down next to her and not get the fuck back up and if you are one of four niggas i'm gonna need you to get the fuck up out of there as soon as possible
2: so i'm very confused Um, i can't i can't either when i saw it i was like the fuck is this for real yeah. And it is. And of course, Twitter has begun dragging Bethune Cookman. Um, As it should. Yes. This is a well-deserved drag.
1: Are there any Mary McLeod Bethune memes? That's what I want to know. Where are my black, 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 super black and black, black people with the memes? Because I need a Mary, a Mary McLeod Bethune meme before it's all over. I need that.
2: I'm going to look for that. And if I see it, I'll make sure to post it. Thank you on Facebook because I'm
1: not on the Twitters. Because so. I feel like she was like sojourner truth. She got a good face for me. Like, <laughs> bitch, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's my weekly, and we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Even though it sounds like Christy wasn't.
0: I don't think Christy oh. was. I'm just going to go throw it out there.
2: Christy
1: was not rooting for her. Mm-hmm. No. What? <laughs> No, I'm always rooting for my HBCUs. No,
2: been, I we're
1: always. Being,
0: ask. We're being facetious, or is I like I to say face. Um,
2: facade and facade, facade and facade. You remember that? <laughs> yes, I remember that. You know, facade is like facade. It's spelled the same and it has a similar meaning, but. <laughs>
0: <that's different. laughs> When poets use words, they don't know how to pronounce for well, 500, Alex.
2: <laughs> what hurts. is facade?
0: Yo, the funny thing, like, yo, so we were at, the, we were at that set or whatever, and when he did that, we both looked at each other like... <laughs> <laughs> did
2: he just say facade? And then, because, you know... Your vocabulary is out of order. He, of course, he came back and circled around, back to the facade. I was yeah. just like this. Yeah, way.
0: he said it more than once. He yeah. did, he
2: liked that word. Stop saying it.
0: It's like people say entrepreneur. No, i, don't I don't even want to heard that. Okay. All right. So there, there are a lot of things political that I would like to. <laughs> to Christy, your price. I love Christy.
1: What circles do you travel in? Uh, actually, That actually
0: was when I was in high school. There was a guy who wanted to come in for my black male achievement group. And he no. wanted to tell us on how to be entrepreneurs.
2: That's not an achievement, I, I, I,
0: I couldn't focus because he couldn't say entrepreneur. He, could say, he said entrepreneur like four times. I just I just couldn't do it.
2: Entrepreneur. No. The man wasn't there for
0: me. And that, that's a bad part of me. That's something I have to work out of myself. No, just because just because somebody can't say the word doesn't mean that the message... Can't be a value. You don't
2: hear anything else after entrepreneur.
0: I shut down. Okay, for example, when Nas said echelon instead of echelon, it bothered me, right?
1: Nas said echelon. Yeah, he
0: said echelon. We on a different echelon. Mm,
1: Jesus. Yeah,
0: and then Kurt Schilling, my favorite, said hyperbole. I
1: expect better from that hyperbole. He said hyperbole. Why hyperbole? Yes,
0: instead of hyperbole. These aren't
2: even hard. He was doing so well.
0: In the, in the interview, he was very serious mm-hmm. and he was like, you know, composed and he says something to the fact and, "And that's not hyperbole either. And I just lost everything after that. And I was like, hyperbole? And became like I a think- dude. What's up? I'm like, playoffs?
2: Playoffs? You know with and bangs was, my hyper-ball? nigga?
1: Bangs my nigga? <laughs> I feel like Kurt Schilling is an athlete and he doesn't make a lot of money being like good with language. So I'm going to let that. Slide we, a
0: little. Had, well, first of all, I'm not going to claim Kurt Schilling because, you know, he's not one one of ours. But,
1: I, said, I said slide a little, but uh, I cannot let that go with Nas because, nigga, you make a living off a of fucking word and Echelon? You Nas, got Nas has actually
0: used a couple words incorrectly before.
1: Uh, but okay.
0: because it's Nas, though, we, we let no, it go. No, I'm not
1: going to let that pass. <laughs> I'm not going to let
0: that pass you let it go till now you weren't even aware of it i feel like no. if you i feel like you would have been aware of it before now
1: i feel like i want a rapper to write me a grammatically correct text note whatever I and i want you. him to use the words properly too because nigga, you make a living off of words that's mm-hmm. your living that's i'm fine. just saying well you know there's also that'd be like, like if Eddie. kurt still in. That'd be like if Kurt Schilling, like, you know what I'm saying, went to go throw a ball, you know what I'm saying, and it just landed three feet away, like, nigga, I need you to do better than that.
2: That's
0: exactly okay. it. All right. I didn't expect to tell for We still think you're one of the greats, bro. That's is, this is good. All, uh, right. all, I, all
2: I can get in my head now is Echelon. Echolon, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I think I need to find that. I can't remember what that song but oh, It's like, boom, boom. we don't want to do for It's just like, yeah. No, we're not. Uh, uh, uh. But it's it's cool though. I think that's you know what I'm saying? That that, that that that's not his most egregious mis mispronunciation. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Stop now while here. But,
0: but to me, it's a, it's the funniest. <laughs> Cause I can see I can see how you can think it's echelon. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like if you just like you know, you stop an echo. <laughs> you know? I, you're not gonna let me dig him out of the hole, huh? No. Just, okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. That's all right though. Yo Matt is one of the greatest albums ever.
2: So. I'm looking up because I want to bat my my eyes and I realize I left my lashes on my desk.
0: That's okay. I saw what you're doing. I got the gist. So on another note, uh, oh. there are a lot of things that I wanted to talk about politically. Um I've been kind of trying to take a take a different route the last couple of weeks. Just because I've 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 realized that I, I've been a little bit too mostly invested in every little crazy ass thing that Donald Trump has been doing or his administration's right. been doing so I, I, I'm still trying to ease my way back into getting into the, the, the political stuff that's been going on as of late I've been tweeting the hell out of it though so if you follow us at Flash Black News you will see these, these, uh, these news stories, I've got a lot of good stuff in there too, like there's um, four quadruplets that were um, uh, recently accepted to a bunch of schools and they chose to go to Yale together. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, the parents didn't even know they had applied to Ivy League schools. So these oh. are you know, four brothers. They're all going to go to school together. And I thought that's kind of cool. So feel good story. Um,
2: They're gonna need each other. Yeah. The way they throwing bananas and shit. <laughs> yeah
0: so switching gears um before i don't i don't I don't know if I want to talk about something trump well, no, I will the trump ad did anybody see the first one hundred day ad campaign thing from trump's like a thirty second spot you talked. Is about is that really
1: a thing it's
0: really a thing that he like I'm this Donald Trump, and time. I approve this message yes, it's really a thing
1: huh.
0: and uh Donald Trump. Uh, touted a few things that were interesting, like you know, five hundred thousand jobs, five hundred thousand plus jobs. He's you know um, bringing jobs back to America, and you know he's making America great again. And it's just like, dude, you're running a campaign in your first one hundred days office. There's something wrong with this. But there's also another thing that's kind of wrong about this. That everything he does, we kind of get tripped up off of, and there's a lot of stuff going on on the, on the, on the outskirts. So we kind of gotta <laughs> not give. I guess lose focus on that You know what I'm saying and He said something crazy So now that he said this I'm really going to do A better job Of just focusing on the policy And trying not to get So caught up in The crazy ass things he said Although I'm going to talk About the Andrew Jackson thing So it's got to be talked about um, Does it Unless you don't want To talk about it I'm the only one To talk about it There's no need to talk about it I don't want to be talking About it just by myself Ranting I can do that by myself It's all good
1: Oh but no I'm, I'm, we, Go ahead
0: Nah, but I mean, I I, I was just gonna say, um, with regard to one Donald J Trump and some of the things that's been going on as of late, I just um, I forgot my I forgot my train of thought. I just I just can't I can't do it right now. My, the band went forward right now. I was, <laughs> I, I was gonna do it, man. I literally lost my train of thought. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things. Maybe it'll come back to me, but it's one of those things I wanted to discuss coming in. And my brain is saying no, so we're gonna switch gears. Uh dear white people on Netflix. Has anybody watched it yet?
1: I have not yet. I got through
2: um two episodes.
0: Okay. All right, cool. So you have oh wait, you no know what? Let's let's backtrack a little bit. Have you finished watching Thirteen Reasons Why?
1: Yeah.
2: No.
0: Have you started, Christy? Nope. Okay. But you finished Takia?
2: Mm-hmm. What did you think? So I see why they had to drag it out that way. Mm -hmm. Um, It just seemed like a lot. And if I'm completely honest, I was a little annoyed at the end. Like, come on, let's just get to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I see how they set up for a a possible sequel, though. Um, Because you always got to leave the option open.
0: Netflix.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I got I, I got frustrated and I got annoyed because it's like, okay, this is dragging out, this is dragging out, this is dragging, dragging out. I was very bothered by the counselor at the school. There, and I'm just saying to myself, like, maybe he's just a guidance counselor. Maybe he's not a social worker. No, he's maybe he he's a terrible. psychologist. He yeah. He was
0: terrible. He was, terrible. It was I, horrible. Like, it, it didn't, it almost didn't seem... Possible, but i mean at the same time i'm pretty sure there there are some people that are that bad at their job mm-hmm. it, was, it was just like how could you be bad, bad. that bad and then not to ever take the step like you know to actually ever follow somebody or follow through with anything like you tell somebody something just expect them to come to you like dude your job is to check in you weren't checking in but at the same time i i Certain ways you kind of have to just go along with the narrative or whatever, because although what he did was terrible, he wasn't even like the main thread of the story. It really was just more so I thought about how, you know, kids interact with each other and how social media is a new wrinkle in growing up as a teenager. is something that we didn't have when we were kids. So like through our parents generation of saying anything you've gone through, what I've gone through and they could be accurate. This social media shit is a whole nother animal and I don't look at it like it's that deep and I don't honestly think I would have tripped off a bit like a lot of people do in this generation and at the same time I can't discount how other people react to it so it's one of those things that I think is is, there are a lot of things that are worth conversation after watching this so while I don't think it was a flawless series I thought it's a great um, opportunity to like you know have conversations with the younger generation. And hopefully they'll they'll be open enough to have those conversations because they still have to be open at the end of the day. And so do the parents. So I'm not gonna say the parents don't have to be open. Now.
2: I also did not understand how Clay's parents kept punishing him and he just kept basically saying, like, fuck it, I'm gonna leave it. the house and go do what I gotta do.
0: And it's always putting
2: it off too. Like, uh yeah, I like, understand. Like you're I'm gonna, gonna be grounded, like, yeah, about that. But I gotta go do this. I'm gonna do that later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so yeah. Well, dear I, white
0: people. Yeah. this That dude, Clay, like he was frustrated because like everybody's like, like, it was like the characters like, yo, you haven't listened yet. Like, like what do you, what's taking you so long? Yeah. But I digress transitioning back. Dear white people, Netflix. So you got to season, I mean, episode two of Dear White People. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as a brief recap uh, for uh, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen who may not be familiar with the series or the movie. Dear White People was a movie that was uh created, written, and directed by director Justin Simeon. It was released in I believe twenty fourteen mm-hmm. and um it was a really dope movie. It's kinda like the flip side of school days without the musical uh numbers involved and it says that school days was you no know, uh Black students in an HBCU environment and how that environment affected them and how they impacted the environment. <coughs> Excuse me. And also like how the outside community viewed them. This is black students in a predominantly white environment. How that environment impacted them and how they impacted the environment. And uh just like the the social minefield you have to navigate through. So I think it was a very smart movie. I really dug the movie when it came out. So I was kind of skeptical about them doing a the series. I'm not gonna lie. What I thought was funny though is there were so many white people that were upset about the show being released, having no idea what the show is about. I'm canceling my subscription to Netflix. Like, really? No, you're not. Really, you like fragile motherfuckers? Like, you really? Calm it. down, man. It's like you know, you ain't
2: got to between lock, this right? and
0: Pepsi commercials and shit like that. Like, y'all really need to take it down a peg. But what
2: is this Pepsi commercial? Uh, oh my god. me run it. Picture it. A bustling city street. Many protesters of various ethnicities holding random signs that say nothing except like peace, love. They're walking past one Kendall Jenner who's in a shimmery dress and a blonde wig shooting some sort of print campaign and she sees these protesters and you can see the confusion in her face like way.
1: This, this feels wrong.
2: This and so then, of- oh yeah. So then she <laughs> snatches <laughs> off her blonde wig. She tosses said blonde wig <laughs> to a very confused, almost angry black woman as she's going to join the random protest. Somewhere between tossing the wig and getting to the street, her clothes are no longer shimmery. She's in like, you know, quote unquote, urban gear. So she goes what? out and she makes eye contact with a attractive ethnic person, not black, maybe it's black, maybe Asian-ish, maybe a mixture, melange, if you will. And they're walking down. Was it She, an <laughs> she makes eyes with a black man who I think had cornrows and they give a fist bump. And she walks up to a police line. And the police look angry and serious. She grabs a Pepsi. She gives a Pepsi to one of the white officers. He drinks the Pepsi and smiles. The crowd erupts in cheers. Racism solved.
1: I want black men to boycott Kendall Jenner's pussy.
2: I want them to boycott all of their pussies. All the Jenner Kardashians. I just... I almost thought I saw Kendrick Lamar with um, the other one, the one that was with Tyga. Is it um, Kylie? But it was some other, some other African American rapper type person with cornrows.
1: Oh, like. ASAP Rocky. Probably, we'll
2: go with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
2: So yeah. And then they were like, oh my God, but she's just a little girl. She did not know. She's not
1: a fucking little girl. She's a fucking grown ass woman with a fucking corporation and millions of dollars and multiple houses. Fuck that. She's a
2: fucking
0: fucking adult. Her mama knew better because, you know, Mom Dukes was in the middle of that.
2: Her mama just saw
1: money. She sucks black dick. That bitch knew better.
0: Wow. Okay, it's a lot of bustling. Okay.
2: And you can pick anyone that she was talking about, cause
0: well, that right there, that that comment, Chris was just on a different echelon.
1: You could take that shit to the bank. I mean, like seriously, if you like to fuck a certain race of people, I'm gonna need you to understand what's offensive to them and whatnot, because you might accidentally pop out one of them babies by accident. Maybe
2: black men should fuck. The oh, it's blacks.
0: coming. No pun intended. Uh,
2: just stay away. I'm on the road. I see this. You're so amused with yourself. You I am. Know. I'm
0: always amused with myself. I just look at myself in the mirror, like ha, ha, God was good. This is a funny guy. Um, uh, so. Uh,
2: oh. So the thing I like about Dear White People, the series um, so far, and I've only made it through two episodes because, you know, I have a job I have to get to on time now, so I have to go to bed at a decent time. Um, it's like the movie, but they're fleshing the characters out and backstory. giving you, yeah, like yeah. A more backstory huh. instead of just kind of like throwing these people and giving you just a little snapshot of like, um, what's the girl? Is it Sam White? Yeah. Instead of Mm -hmm. saying like, oh, here's Sam and she's any white guy and here's journalist guy and he's whatever, whatever. Um, Yeah, I don't want to ruin anything. But yeah, yeah. so, so far, I'm enjoying it.
0: So what I will say without giving anything away, um, I will say that the series might be actually a little bit better than the movie. That's my, that's my early, my early take on it. Now, one, there are a couple of reasons why I say that. One, the, uh, writer, creator slash director came back and he, I think, had his hands, um, directly on four or five episodes. I think he did the first three. I know he did the last one. He might have did another one in between. Um, some of the writing seemed a little bit off. There's one thing that might throw you off. This is what threw me off. I don't know if it got you, um, Takia, but, the movie happened in 2014, so I was thinking that the movie was going to be taking place in 2014, but actually they just moved up the timeline, so everything is just now in 2017. You just completely ignore that. So it's like, okay, y'all terminology, y'all talking about like very current stuff that didn't happen in 2014. So I had to mentally reconcile that. So that's one little thing to get past. Um, but aside from that, the only thing that I was not feeling... Was I felt like Lionel's character, if y'all familiar, that's the dude who uh, everybody hates. Chris Cat played in the movie. Um, mm. I felt like he was awkward in the movie. I felt like he was like you know awkward because you know he didn't he didn't he hadn't he hadn't found his his niche yet. He hadn't found his groove, who to hang out with, who likes him, who he liked, and all that good stuff. So he was just kind of like in that no man's land, and I understood that, and I can relate to that. I don't know if it's the kid or it's the writing or it's the direction or all three or some combination, but he went from feeling awkward to feeling kind of creepy. Like he's like he's like some of the things he did just felt like a little skeevy. It's just like, dude. Like what? No. I don't want to give it away. Like what that- I don't want to give it away. It's just some of some of his some of his decisions and some of the way he went about doing certain things. Like, dude, that's a little
2: you finished it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I, I started
0: on. I, I wasn't aware that it was out already, so it was on Saturday. I had done my 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 side projects. I got really good progress in, so I was like, Ah, Netflix reward, yeah, chill, you know. And then it's, oh, it's out! Like so, I watched it. And they were only like less than half an hour per episode. So I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna do that. But yeah, they're, they're about they're about thirty minutes. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, but the cool thing is that I really liked about it is. Some of the key characters came back to reprise their roles. So the guy that played Troy came back, the guy that mm-hmm. played Reggie, who to me was one of the best characters in the movie, uh, came back to play his role. And, um, there's one other person, I think, uh, came back. Am I not writing that? I know Troy and Reggie came back. I know
2: but... Troy and Reggie came back. I can't think of.
0: Yeah. But maybe, maybe that was it. But I mean, that was good though. I mean, I mean, that, that added consistency and whatnot. And it wasn't too much. As Chrissy would say, cognitive dissonance in watching the movie, like, wait, wait, no, wait. So I thought it was good. I will say, in my opinion, episode five, which was the episode focusing on Reggie. It's my favorite. Other one focusing on the, uh, on White Bay is my second favorite, probably. And yeah. Yeah. But it, it like, yo, it was, it was, it was well done. I, I, I highly encourage folks to watch it. And just on a side note, if you have not watched the TV show Legion, it's uh, pretty dope. It's a comic book based show, but it's like really like in the weeds, the character. And it's like a mixture of like one flow of the, the cuckoo's nest and Inception. So you're like either one of those movies or both. I'd I suggest.
1: feel like that was a lot.
0: Yeah, but it's like, there's only eight episodes Legion. So it's like it's, it's something that it wouldn't take a lot of commitment to watch. But it's I think definitely worth watching. And it's actually like kind of scary at points, so it's kind of mm. good in that way too. Real trippy, real trippy. All right, so that, that's what I had to offer.
1: Um, so on the Netflix tip, I actually got lost in Hot Girls. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, two. I saw that you posted about that. Season two turned on. Oh, um, wait a minute, right. is that the porn thing? Yes, but oh, see, okay, yeah. So the first season was really just like a documentary. It was it like one- confused
0: me. Like when you kept saying season, like what did you
1: mean season? Right. It Is was just- one long movie. And yeah. so I had avoided this because I was like, I mean, but it was
0: it
1: was it was a bit drawn out. Yeah, it was, this it was okay one, to me. it's actually six one hour episodes. Mm. And this was really fucking good. It was really good. And I feel like if you are a parent, or if you are a man who watches porn, or if you are a woman, then you need to so watch this. Because
0: <laughs> so, that's pretty much everybody.
1: <laughs> that is pretty much everybody, but I feel like those specific groups need to be watching. I think men who watch porn should be watching because they have the bullshit expectations
0: uh, that women are gonna do what they see in porn.
1: No, not even that. I mean, well well, first of all, just the expectations of men. They had a couple of male porn stars on there talking about how like you know, this one guy was saying that he quit, you know, when he was up to four Viagra, you know what I'm saying, for a scene. And the issue that doesn't is even
0: that sound healthy for your heart.
1: It's not. And he said basically like he had a heart like incident. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he had to go to the doctor or whatever, but he said that like, you know, he felt like somebody like reached into his chest with like a cold, you know, icy cold hand and massaged his heart and like pulled it back out. And like after that, that's when he said that he was like done with the Viagra. So I don't know if he still shoots porn because when I was watching this, I was also like, you know, getting work done. So it was kind of like a simultaneous watch. But there were a few episodes that I went back and watched just to pay attention to. And the one that I thought was really interesting for parents was the one that talked about how they recruit women, really girls. I mean, we can call them women because legally they're women, but they're they're children, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. how they're recruiting children. And I mean, on the one hand, it's not really recruiting. These are girls who got their pussies out and their titties out and they are already camming and they just want to get into porn because porn is a way to get more recognition, to redirect people to their cam sites. And so like, the 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 overall arc of this one episode is that there's this girl who is kind of like the um she's like the big sister and so like the new recruits come to town and they're like paired up with her and she helps them like organize their shit and get their shit going so that they have a good business model and like the one girl is into like escorting and like um drugs and she's like really not like getting her shit together and she's kind of fucking up. And the one girl, the, the, the big sister girl is like totally upset on the one hand because it's like You know, this is dangerous for her. On the other hand, she's upset because like, you know, like get your shit together. This is a job. You're not professional. And like, you know what I'm saying? You look like a typical porn girl. And I'm trying to like really negate that stereotype. And so the whole time she's like, I don't know. I'm really concerned about her safety and she's partying too much and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, if she has to do all this to cope, you know, that's not okay. And then not 30 seconds later, they show her talking about how she has started to drink through her cam sessions because it's the only way she can do it. And I'm like, okay, so because you can legally buy the shit that you're getting fucked up on and like you hold your drugs a little bit better than her, you think that you're in a better boat than she is. Like it was so fucked up. And then the creepy part, the really, truly creepy part was how she was telling this other girl who was 18 because they made a big deal about people showing IDs and shit like that. She was still in high school though. And she was like, oh, like she got super excited. The little big sister girl. She's like, oh, you have to like start filming a bunch of stuff and saving your underwear and saving like maybe cute outfits and stuff like that. So that when you, you know what I'm saying? Graduate finally, you can post, you know, all of this stuff and be like from high school, like from high school. And it was just like, Mm-hmm. On the one hand, she's 20-something, and so she's still really too young to comprehend what she's probably saying. On the other hand, like, you're 20-something, and you're old enough to know that, like, like she's because she, I think she was, like, 23 or 24. And, like, at 23 or 24, even if you're not in college, you're old enough to not really want to be hanging out with high school girls. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You should and be. And so, like... There's some predatory. Right? There's something... I mean, what, when people do that, I think that's, like, there's something exa- predatory exa- in nature. Ex- Exactly and there's something about the way that you've matured that like you're you're just not you don't mean, matured or right but if you have matured you shouldn't even want to have a conversation with a high school student like to, to you like at 23 a lot of people a lot of 23 year olds look at high school students like their children. Of course. You know what I'm saying and so I'm saying all that to say that like how gross is it that a, a still young adult is actually talking to someone who in another context she would totally consider a child and saying here take these childhood memories you have and attach sell them to it to pe- no, not even attach point to them let's break it all the way down sell it to people to jerk off with basically and and she's and and she's well she's selling she's talking about socks underwear so it's not just take these clips it's keep these panties and sell them to some guy for two hundred dollars normally they'd difference? be up like,
0: is he, is, is it like he's
1: yeah no she actually said that she was selling I don't know, like panties. How
0: the guy? No. I mean, it's just like, I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being logical. I apologize. I can just say, I'm sorry. My I'm bad. I'm bad. It's just my, my Well, brain.
1: some of them, yeah. it's just like, I guess they take your word for it. But like with the girl in high school, it's like, you know, when, when the girl sells her panties, she sells the panties. And then there's like, you know, um, a Polaroid that comes with it. And like, you know what I'm saying? So there's like provenance, gotcha. basically you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, right, right. So when she's telling her to make these videos and take these Polaroids, it's because basically you're going to sell all of this shit that you were wearing to some guy to jerk off with. And you're going to take all of these clips and upload them and sell them to somebody to jerk off with. And I think the thing that was so disturbing to me is that she was really, it was another really child telling another child to like sell your childhood memories to men so that they can pleasure themselves. And that's just gross to me. And so I think that parents really need to be paying attention because I think that like kids have these phones and there's all this social media, which you guys just talked about Mm -hmm. with 13 reasons, which I have, you know, and I think the problem with social media is not social media. It's that parents think that children are responsible adults. And so they are alone on social media. The problem is that like, if you are on social media, your mom should be a Facebook friend and she should be stalking you like she is your crazy ex-girlfriend. Because you should not actually be allowed to be alone on social media if you're a child. Because there are so many decisions that you're faced with that you just don't have the knowledge or the wisdom or the experience, let alone the maturity level, to be able to handle. So
2: I think in a- is, is, is,
0: I think and people just raise... Differently, and like between generations, and I want to make it sound like our generation didn't have its own set of issues. We did, but as oh, last, it
1: did. But as I last think
0: key kids. I think the, the mentality was different. I mean, in the eighties, we grew up. I remember when that that miniseries Adam came out, and every mother in the world was freaking out because they're afraid their child is going to get abducted and his head cut off. I'm sure Shit, that,
1: not mine, <laughs> Barbara. Barbara never expressed those concerns. She was like, "Well, what you'll be doing." Is uh, letting yourself in the motherfucking house tomorrow because I'm going to work. Like I don't even remember that being an issue because, like, first of all, that was probably something that subconsciously I thought that happens to white people because I'm pretty sure I've seen every ap- after school special there was because I mean I watched. That's how
0: they who they're geared to primarily. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I don't just dis- I don't disagree with that at all, but you understand what I'm saying though. Oh no, no, I yeah, totally do. You know, it's, it's just like um, I. The, 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 I never had a drugs talk with my mom or my dad. I just knew better. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that, that, you know, I, I I knew enough to know that if I did drugs and my parents found out, that was my ass 10 times over.
2: Right. Well, I know there right. were a lot of things I couldn't
0: do. Yeah, yeah. Not saying that I didn't, I, I obeyed everything, but there's just certain things that I just did not try until I got to college. You know yeah. what,
1: though? <laughs> I also feel like, There's a large percentage of black people who, even if you did not live there, had some kind of interaction on places where crack and heroin lived. Mm -hmm. And like it was kind of an obvious public service announcement, you know, of your environment that like drugs, probably not a good thing because the niggas that sell them end up dead. And the people that use them, they just don't look so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was like it it wasn't. Where I grew up, it was not around me. I'll say that. It was around um, me. Uh, there, there are no, places but... where I could see it readily, but even those places, my mind just—I I realized as I got older, I was just in my own world. There, there are a lot of things I was just—I was just on my own, just in my own head, in my own imagination, living my own. Like, I'm just completely oblivious to certain things, certain things I knew to pay attention to. Certain things I completely missed, and to this day, there's sometimes I'm like, "Come
2: on, Lee, really?" Yeah, I've had that conversation <laughs> with you before, and
0: it be sincere, like, "What?" It's like, like, like it's just like you know, uh, yeah, I missed that one, yeah. yeah.
2: So, but I mean, like when I was younger, and it uh, when it happened initially, I wasn't quite putting it together, but there was this gentleman who used to come by, and you know, he would sell things, phones, socks. You know, whatever you needed, you could put in an order and he'd get it to you by the end of the week. And I just thought this young lad was resourceful. Industrious, even. Yes. I thought his clothes were a bit tattered and, you know, maybe he could have taken better care of himself. But also, I lived in the project, so I was like, hey, I don't know what's going on in your apartment.
0: Right.
2: And it wasn't until I got a little bit older and became a little more familiar with crack cocaine and all of its... Wonderful accompaniments by a, a stepdad selling all our shit, including the dog. That I was like, oh, the dog. This nigga sold the dog. The
1: dog. The motherfucking dog.
2: Oh. And you know, it started out. It was like little stuff. Like came in the house, like
1: who bought the dog?
2: It was like it was something on that table. And then you know, a couple of days later, it'd be like, well, shit. Now where is the table? No, I never heard this. story. You come in and it's like, oh, oh, we have no living room furniture. Wow. By the time we got to the no living room furniture part, I was like, well, it's time for me to pack my shit up and go back to the projects and live with my grandma because I don't need to be involved in this shit. So, yeah. I never heard that story before. Thank you. And I think I was like visiting or something for the weekend and I was like, what happened to the dog? <laughs> It's gotta look like it's not funny. It's gotta look like, bitch. You know what happened to the dog? Same thing that happened to the rest of the shit in here. (laughs) The dog, the dog
0: that roof roof.
2: The dog. I mean, you know, we're black family. Like Apollo.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl. I mean, we all know I I like a street nigga. So I've seen my fair share of crackheads selling some shit. But who buys the goddamn dog? And to be fair, it was a lovely dog. It was a I'm sure it was. A, That's why I who wanted to. know Beautiful German Shepherd,
2: but it's like you, how that Girl. How you just sitting there like, well, guess the dog is next. Like what's the conversation?
0: Anyway. I didn't even know that was even a conversation. I think it's just looking around like shit, what else? The dog was just sitting there like this. Dog didn't move fast <laughs> enough. That's all that was. Like, like like why are you looking at me like dog, that? Dog got got. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So we going on the walk?
0: Yeah, we're going on the walk.
2: <laughs> One yeah. of our walks will be longer than the other. Yeah, that's crucial right there. So yeah, thank you for sharing. <laughs> so that was like, I right, don't do crack.
0: Yeah, that, that's not hyperbole at all. No,
2: that is not hyperbole. Mm. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, so. so, you know, when I got to college, of course I smoked marijuana. And I drank because I went to school at my house. You know, we're always drinking. Um, But nothing more than that because I was like, I don't want to like, you know, get to the point where I'm fucking selling my dog. I didn't have a dog in college, but you never know what was going to happen. I
0: never had any curiosity about hard drugs. It was was absolutely zero curiosity. It's just like for me, just it didn't make sense. And the thing that
2: fucked me up, like you ain't never here and all the shit keeps going. Like you just.
0: It's just like, like like, I'm one of those people like if, if. If I hear enough empirical evidence and data I'm going to use empirical evidence because Slim's not here What up Slim? Uh, if there's enough empirical evidence and data to substantiate a position that I'm going to at least consider that that position might be valid There's enough data to suggest that drugs hard drugs like cocaine, heroin crack etc. will fuck you up and they'll fuck your life up and they'll fuck up the lives of those who you Think you care about until the drugs make you care about the drugs more. Like I don't think I'm that special where I can beat that odd where I can just be a functional cokehead or a functional heroin addict. I don't even I want do even work. play that like that that
1: that nah I'm good. What you say, Chris? You huh? would, you'd be, you'd be totally fine. <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. Well, what we know for sure is that like less than 10 percent of people who actually try any given substance become addicted. And the reality is those people had deep emotional, psychological, mental problems before they even picked up the drug. Most of them actually started getting high long before you actually thought they were getting high. So this is something that's been going on for a long time. It's just something that was probably happening with socially acceptable things in ways that people weren't paying attention to. So like there's a lot of people who've been drinking or smoking cigarettes because cigarettes is actually the key gateway drug, not marijuana. Marijuana is like a blip on nobody's radar. Um, but if people smoke cigarettes or drink at a young age, that is usually a key indicator that they're going to be, have troubles later on with substance abuse. So the reality is most people actually will be casual drug users. Um, and the other reality is people go in for surgeries all the time. You know what I'm saying? And come out, wonderfully free of heroin uh, habits. So the other reality is that prescription drugs is not the problem with the opiate uh, crisis. People being fucked up and having fucked up lives is the problem with that.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: I'm not saying do heroin. <laughs> I'm just saying. God, it like I should just go ahead and give it
0: a
2: shot. didn't?
1: Don't do heroin. Don't sell heroin. Right. I'm, I'm
0: just know. saying. We already know from last episode <laughs> that you're not supposed to like sell heroin. That you're not supposed to sell heroin to like, you know, star. Famous should, people. Yeah, don't right. sell it to famous My people.
1: Babies. You don't want to go to jail just because you sold drugs to famous people. Yeah. Go, go to jail because you sold drugs to an undercover or because somebody in your distribution ring got hemmed up by the police and they started snitching. Do not go to jail because you sold drugs to a famous person.
2: Yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think I'd be cut out for that heroin life. Like that, you guys remember the episode when we recorded when I was at home? You're laughing because you realized I was high? I was so high. And this was like after a while after taking that Percocet and I was like, Jesus, please. I don't Mm -hmm. think... I will never it's take like, another one of these Percocet. I mean, I don't like it. I've had them before. I don't like them. Never
0: tried. I've been prescribed it after like um, minor surgeries. No, I've like been that.
2: prescribed it before. I, I don't
0: like, like it. And Percocet, I've been prescribed. Never tried. It.
1: But sorry. I also if had you my... like being in control of your life in any way. Nothing about an opiate high is fun. For you. No, it was not.
2: I mean, I I took it because I, you know, the the Serious doctor sliced pain. my abdomen open and I was right. fucking hurting. Um, but after that, I was like, you know what?
1: Maybe, you know, no. I, like I, I have lived with a lot of pain in my life. And so I have found personally for me that there's a certain level of pain that I'm willing to live with just because like I want to remember what I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like it's really important to me to be able to keep track of my life. So like when I feel like I'm a vomit my life away and like my uterus is like trying to detach itself from the inside of my body, I'm going to take these opiates. But when I'm just like slightly annoyed and maybe I could just sleep this away. Yeah, I'm good because I like my life. And so I'm just saying, I personally feel like you only spend most of your life taking a drug that puts you to sleep if you don't like your life.
2: So I realize a lot of times Christy says things, and then there's silence as me and Lee just kind of sit here and like process, processing, processing. and then shake yeah. our nod our heads like, yeah.
0: Okay. know what though? The audience is doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience just, the audience just like pause.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, sometimes I look
0: at you and I look at the furrow brow. like mm, I don't know about that one right there, but you know. Crispy
1: that's all right. I'm yeah, a little crazy is, sometimes. I say crazy shit.
0: No, don't. No, what? Like, I, that's you're a little crazy. Like I'm a little OCD. No, don't, don't, try to modify your madness. You know what I'm saying? Minimize. You it.
2: are not a little. Exactly. Exotic. If
0: somebody says they're a little OCD, there's no such thing. You're, you can't be a little obsessive compulsive. You can't. No. You really? either are or you are not. You're obsessive compulsive, like if you're obsessive, obsessive compulsive about something, then that shit is full on. That shit is not a negotiation.
1: <laughs> well, a... I mean, so is it fair to say you're not crippled by it?
2: No, it's not crippling.
0: It's um... you could be crippled by it if you allow it to get out of out of pocket. You just let a lot of shit to fester and grow. I don't, you know. I guess
2: it depends on what the obsessions are yeah, because yeah, the compulsions yeah. are a way of dealing with the obsessions.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm. There we go. So I I wash my hands in an in, inordinate amount of times, like a
2: lot. Um, but I check the doors. Like I've I've driven almost I've driven like three quarters of the way to work and I'm like I don't know if I close my garage. I've done that
0: before. Or, like that I lock the, did I lock my house. Like, I don't and I'll, I'll like
2: turn around house. and go back.
0: Uh, If I've gotten to the top of the neighborhood or something, I'll turn around. The stove, my
1: keys and money. I'm always afraid I left the stove on. So usually I won't even make it down the hall before I check. I've gotten to the point now where I just managed to check before I grab my keys. I always have to have my keys before I close the door because that's how you get locked out if you don't. And I always make sure I have money before I go to buy something, even if I know I just took the cash out of the cash machine. I still have to check. I get it, but my date night is about to start, so.
0: I got it. Well, check it out. That's I good. That's good time. stopping point. No,
1: but what was your topic? I didn't have because we never really did get there. But she said a political stuff.
0: Uh, not really. I was just gonna talk about one of the things that I want to focus on with regard to, to to Donald Trump is this dude came out of his mouth recently. Uh, he was there's a reporter was asking him a question and Donald Trump got a little flippant. like, "Look, you can have your opinion and I can have mine, you know." And said, "Yeah, but like you're the president, I want to know what you you have to say." He said, "You don't stand behind what you said." He said, "I never stand behind what I say." And the fact that he said, I never stand behind what I say is like, is there any point of getting upset at anything he says at this point?
1: No just, no. just focus
0: on what he does. I mean, every now and then, like the Andrew Jackson thing, that was so just utterly ridiculous and indefensible and just like, so like, what are you talking about? Like, shut the
2: fuck up. I can't believe they did this. Yeah.
1: My feelings on this whole situation have never changed. And I encourage everybody to take this approach. Do not listen to live or unfiltered clips of this man. Everything needs to be curated. Pick a news source or sources that you like and find out what happened after the shit has been fact checked through them. Because listening to the shit live will make your blood pressure skyrocket because then you'd be like, where are the fact checkers, blah, 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 blah. And once you actually are taking in the shit that's already been processed by the fact checkers, you know what I'm saying? And there are people who can actually talk about what the actual real world policy implications of what he said are. That's the shit that you should take in because otherwise you will stroke out. Like seriously, stroke out. You know what I'm saying? And like that's not good for anybody. That's and I cool. also advocate, you know what I'm saying? Do like a every other day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Sunday morning. Yeah, that's myself, what I was
2: about to say. Like small doses.
0: I find myself just like 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 the weekend. I kind of take off a little bit now. You know, just I got stuff to do that like... I need to do things for me to progress in the way I want to progress. But during the week, man, I, I'm not gonna lie, I look at a lot. Cause also, I'm, like I said, I'm doing stuff on uh, Flash at Flash Black News, just uh, curating a lot of stuff. So there's that. But yeah, I think that's a good place to stop. If y'all look good, I am okay.
2: Oh, I want to add one thing. Um, don't buy tickets next year to go to Rolls Fire Festival. <laughs> no.
0: So,
1: what was that well, man, about? he
0: get a $100 million uh, <laughs> lawsuit as a result. Yeah, it is. That's possible.
1: Wait, that. so I just saw that there was fuckery going on, but like, where was this? Why was this? And how is this a thing?
2: So, I'm not exactly sure why this was a thing. I'm not sure how uh, John Rule, the scammer, convinced rich <laughs> folks to pay him up to what, $12,000? A ticket to like sleep in a quote unquote fancy tent and see Blink one hundred eighty two as the headliner. Like, really? Why? So it was in the Bahamas and you know, like rich people were like, Hey, we're gonna (laughs) Word. We're gonna, you know, go down here and Kendall told us and Bella Hadid told us to go down here and hang out in the Bahamas and See Blink-182, and we're going to have, like, fancy food, and you can't come. And they get down there, and they have, like, FEMA tents and bread and cheese and some salad. People took their luggage and, quote-unquote, stored it somewhere. People were trapped on the tarmac. Then they just stopped letting people come in. So you know what? Then Rich
1: people... Rich people got the festival they deserve. They so got... If you paid all that they money deserve. to somebody... They stuck at the airport. They couldn't even wait, get to the airport. Wait. If you pay all that money to somebody and they did not say in conjunction with sandals or some other big-ass hotel or resort chain, then you dumb than a motherfucker. Because if you think I'm going anywhere, anywhere, anywhere... You
0: know what that kind of sound like? Although it's probably not the
1: same thing. They not proving themselves and if you are upstart festival you need a resort behind you i'm sorry Ja-ruel especially no. with ja rule because i'm just gonna say what the fuck Ja-ruel has ja rule done that shows that he is good at anything other than rapping with a shanti ja rule
2: no ja rule and blink 182 and y'all thought girl 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 right exactly. neither of those things individually makes any sense collectively they make less sense you're
1: talking about b-list a-list celebrities at their height at their height which was some years ago
2: i was talking about this with some people this weekend and uh one of the women was like um i didn't know blink 182 was still together i was like "Shit, i don't think blink 182 knew they were still together until joanna uh, sorry Ja Rule." <laughs> i was about to call him wow. joanna the scammer <laughs> Still, ja Rule called up like, "Hey, I'm putting together this quote-unquote luxury VIP festival."
0: So, did y'all hear about the? the was, this was like last year, sometime. Uh the, the 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 big orgy that's supposed to go down in Atlanta.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what that kind of just triggered. I thought of just now. That was that's kind of crazy.
1: And how yeah. she didn't show up to her own party?
0: Yeah, it was just a bunch of dudes there. <laughs>
1: around, Sausage they got, party.
0: They got what they deserve. Yeah, somebody
2: on Twitter was like, I've never been so happy to be poor in my life. It's nah. like Lord of the Flies down there. Yeah. So, yeah. Apparently, in, in lieu of giving people refunds, they said that we are instead going to give you tickets to next year's festival. What's that? What they
0: Fuck said. you. Uh, Fuck they, you. They're they, they coming up off all that money. Fuck that, you. That lawsuit, that
2: lawsuit is going to be real. Yeah, Especially when... Um, I can't remember where I was looking at it because I was like just absorbed by this, like, oh, this is, like, so interesting, just watching people tweet pictures and Mm-mm, photos I- and reports from, like, hell. but I didn't really check in. Oh, I it really was it. glorious. Yeah, I believe it, it was wonderful. I believe in it he- It was horrible, but yeah. it was wonderful. Yeah. 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 Like, you paid all this money to sleep at an old FEMA tent. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. deserve it. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Fuck the yeah.
0: 99%. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, so we is, gotta let
2: Christy right? get to her date night. Yeah,
1: whoop so. Whoop. yes, So <laughs> Sponsored <laughs> so. by by. Thank you very much, Cameron. Appreciate it.
2: First rule of Fight Club.
0: We don't talk about Fight Club. Second <laughs> yeah. rule of Fight Club. We don't, we don't talk, talk about, about Fight Club.
1: Club. <laughs> I didn't know this was a Fight Club scenario.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a Fight Club scenario. Oh, well, it's okay. This, this, this is, this is the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna fade out on that motherfucker. Fade back in, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that you. We Chrissy,
1: want to thank Internet Streaming for a, my. day. You're on
0: a different echelon right now, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
2: You <laughs> to
1: make no facades about what's so about to happen.
0: Much. <laughs> for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. We, we sincerely do. We thank y'all for listening. We also thank you for sharing, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to Serene for sharing yet another uh, uh, podcast on SoundCloud. We're available there. We're available on iTunes. Of course, on www.flashblackradio.com. Check us out on Twitter at Flash Black Radio News. Uh, me, at Flash Black Radio and at Flash Black News and the Facebook group we thank you so much for listening signing out I am Lee Bennett Third, aka Da Vinci Parks
1: T-Ridge K-Savage please leave us a review just like a thumbs up or a smiley face and give us some stars or hearts or whatever the app and share Use vote for us the yes. yes and share invite people cause you like us so clearly other people would like us too if you like them I'm just saying Caring is caring. Good. It is. All right. Have a good week, y'all. It you is. too. Stay
0: blessed. We'll this letter. All right. All right, man. Appreciate y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Y'all
1: are hilarious. I did not know that was a fight club scenario. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's been a fight club I, I found out because I said something before and I got to... I mean,
1: it's like it's, <laughs> it's an app on the Play Store. You know what I'm saying? It's it. like...
2: I get it.